Welcome to the Christ Church Vienna podcast, gathering the theological and liturgical resources of Christ Church, the Anglican Church in Vienna, Austria. For more information about the ministry of Christ Church, visit us at ChristChurchVienna.org. You are listening to the Book of Common Prayer service from July 25th, 2021. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Almighty God, unto whom all hearts be open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment, and the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Lord, have mercy upon us, and write all these thy laws in our hearts. We beseech thee. We join our prayers with the church throughout the world in the collects set for St. James the Apostle and the eighth Sunday after Trinity. Grant, O merciful God, that as thine holy apostle St. James, leaving his father and all that he had, without delay was obedient unto the calling of thy son Jesus Christ, and followed him, so we, forsaking all worldly and carnal affections, may be evermore ready to follow thy holy commandments through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. O God, whose never-failing providence ordereth all things both in heaven and earth, we humbly beseech thee to put away from us all hurtful things, and to give us those things which be profitable for us, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. You may be seated for the lesson. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. At that time, prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them named Agabus stood up and predicted by the Spirit that there would be a severe famine over all the world, and this took place during the reign of Claudius. The disciples determined that according to their ability, each would send relief to the believers living in Judea. This they did, sending it to the elders by Barnabas and Saul. About that time, King Herod laid violent hands upon some who belonged to the church. He had James, the brother of John, killed with the sword. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The psalm appointed this morning is Psalm 126 on page 593. Psalm 126, page 593. When the Lord turneth again the captivity of Zion, then were we like unto them that dream. Then said they among the heathen, 
The Lord hath done great things for them. Turn our captivity, O Lord, as the rivers in the south. He that now goeth on his way weeping and beareth forth good seed shall doubtless come again with joy and bring his sheaves with him. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Holy Gospel is written in the 20th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew, beginning to read at the 20th verse. Glory be to thee, O Lord. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came to him with her sons, and kneeling before him, she asked a favor of him. And he said to her, What do you want? She said to him, Declare that these two sons of mine will sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your kingdom. But Jesus answered, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I am about to drink? They said to him, We are able. He said to them, You will indeed drink my cup, but to sit at my right hand and at my left, this is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared by my Father. When the ten heard it, they were angry with the two brothers. But Jesus called them and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. It will not be so among you. But whoever wishes to be great among you must be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life for a ransom for many. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, O Christ. Turning to page 42, we will make a confession of our common faith in the words of the Te Deum Laudamus. 42, please note we will conclude with the saints in glory everlasting. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee, cherubim and seraphim, continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of thy majesty, of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine honorable, true, and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst not abhor the virgin's womb. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, 
Thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God, in the glory of God the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be found acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Our Gospel reading has an important lesson for us this morning. If we are going to follow Christ, we will have to get over ourselves. The reading begins on the cusp of the end of Jesus' public ministry. Just seven verses after our passage, the story of his triumphal entry into Jerusalem, and the final days before his crucifixion begins. But also importantly, our passage follows immediately behind Jesus' third prediction in the Gospel of his death and resurrection. This placement in the wider context of Matthew's Gospel is not an accident. It demonstrates a contrast. Jesus, ever mindful of his looming sacrifice of his own life, is presented with a request. The request is quite simple, really. Here in Matthew's Gospel, it comes from the mouth of the mother of James and John, the wife of Zebedee. But don't miss the details. Jesus sees through this ploy and responds, not to her, but to the boys. Whether she was boldly, if not preposterously, asking on their behalf without their prompting, or whether they were so cowardly as to push her forward to make this overly confident request, we cannot tell. But Jesus' response is in the second person plural, so he must have been addressing more than just the mother. And more importantly, his question was answered by the boys, indicating that they understood Jesus to be talking to them. This was their request, and it was audacious. They asked to sit at his right hand and left in his kingdom. They asked for the places of prominence, power, and praise. They wanted to be seen as significant, lauded as important. And why? It isn't clear. What have they done to deserve this honor? No clue. They don't really make much of a case. But two things become abundantly clear. First, the other ten guys definitely do not believe they deserved it. They were incredulous. They became indignant. Imagine the frustration they must have felt, the sense of betrayal. Secondly, though, not only did they alienate their friends, but they completely underestimated the cost as well. Jesus not only tells them that this isn't his place to give out these honors, he is likewise not shy about telling them exactly what effort it will take. He uses a metaphor, drinking from a cup. It's a metaphor they likely knew from their Bibles, from the Old Testament scriptures, that speak of the cup of God's wrath, the cup of judgment. They did not yet know of the final meal that they would all share, which drinking from the cup would come to represent sharing in the spilled blood of Christ. They did not yet know that in his darkest moment, Jesus would ask God to spare him from this cup and then walk humbly to his death on a cross. They had no clue what it would cost to take on the honors that they sought. And yet Jesus acknowledged that they would, 
they would come to bear the cost of being a follower of Christ. But they couldn't yet appreciate what it meant to drink the cup in that moment, because they had yet to learn an important lesson. And in the final third of the story, speaking now to the whole group, not just James and John, Jesus brings home the critical lesson they needed to learn. Whoever wishes to be great among you must be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. It's such a foreign lesson in our day, where to sell the book you have to engage in a little self-promotion on social media, and to get the degree you have to prove your worthiness to a committee, and to get the job you have to write a cover letter extolling your total awesomeness, and to feel like you're getting ahead in life, you have to focus primarily on yourself. But no, this is not the ethics or economics of the kingdom of God, according to Jesus Christ. There, the focus is on serving others. Now, to be clear, I'm not suggesting that you do nothing to take care of yourself, not at all. But there is more to life than your job, your comfort, your advancement, and your self-realization. To drink this cup is to follow Christ into the costly sacrifice of serving others. There is no room for self-importance, self-entitlement, and overestimations of self. We need to make peace with being less recognized and less important than we think we deserve. We need to be okay with helping others succeed, even if it means never being rewarded ourselves. If we're going to follow Christ, we will have to get over ourselves. We must repent of our self-absorption and lay our sins at the foot of the cross. Only then can we follow. As I begin to conclude, I go back to the mother of James and John. I wonder what she heard as she listened to Jesus teach that day. Because as bold as was her question, there was also a profound faith in it. She knew. She knew that Jesus was going to rule over an incredible kingdom. I don't know if it clicked for her that night. I don't know if she maintained that faith, even knowing and witnessing the cost up close on a different night a week later. You see, she shows up one more time in Matthew's Gospel at the end of chapter 27. There, Jesus Christ hung on the cross, cried out and breathed his last. Matthew then records, Many women were also there, looking on from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, and Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. She saw the cost that night. And after seeing the resurrection, her sons bore the cost as well. They undoubtedly repented of their self-importance and self-absorption. They trusted in Christ Jesus, and they gave themselves to serving God's people. May we follow in their footsteps, in the footsteps of these saints. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending us your Son, our Savior, as a ransom for our sins. Help us to repent, to get over ourselves, and serve as he did, that many would come to know you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works 
and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Let us pray for the whole state of Christ Church militant here on earth. Almighty and ever-living God, who by thy holy apostle has taught us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men, we humbly beseech thee most mercifully to receive these our prayers, which we offer unto thy divine majesty, beseeching thee to inspire continually the universal church with the spirit of truth, unity, and concord. And grant that all they that do confess thy holy name may agree in the truth of thy holy word and live in unity and godly love. We beseech thee also to save and defend all Christian kings, princes, and governors, especially thy servant Elizabeth, our queen, Alexander, the president of the Republic of Austria, and the leaders of the nations from which we come, that under them we may be godly and quietly governed, and grant unto their whole counsels and to all that are put in authority under them, that they may truly and indifferently minister justice to the punishment of wickedness and vice, and to the maintenance of thy true religion and virtue. Give grace, O Heavenly Father, to all bishops and curates, that they may both by their life and doctrine set forth thy true and lively word, and rightly and duly administer thy holy sacraments. And to all thy people give thy heavenly grace, and especially to this congregation here present, that with meek heart and due reverence they may hear and receive thy holy word, truly serving thee in holiness and righteousness all the days of their life. We must humbly beseech thee of thy goodness, O Lord, to comfort and succor all them who in this transitory life are in trouble, sorrow, need, sickness, or any other adversity. We also bless thy holy name for all thy servants departed this life in thy faith and fear, beseeching thee to give us grace so to follow their good examples, that with them we may be partakers of thy heavenly kingdom. Grant this, O Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our only mediator and advocate. Amen. Ye that do truly and earnestly repent you of your sins, and are in love and charity with your neighbors, and intend to lead a new life, following the commandments of God, and walking from henceforth in his holy ways, draw near with faith, and take this holy sacrament to your comfort, and make your humble confession to Almighty God, meekly kneeling upon your knees. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all men, we acknowledge and bewail our manifold sins and wickedness, which we from time to time most grievously have committed by thought, word, and deed against thy divine majesty, provoking most justly thy wrath and indignation against us. We do earnestly repent and are heartily sorry for these our misdoings. The remembrance of them is grievous unto us. The burden of them is intolerable. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, most merciful Father. For thy Son, our Lord Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may ever hereafter serve and please thee in newness of life. To the honor and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of his great mercy hath promised forgiveness of sins to all them that with hearty repentance and true faith turn unto him, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. 
Amen. Amen. Hear what comfortable words our Savior Christ saith unto all that truly turn to him. Come unto me, all that travail and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. So God loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son to the end that all that believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Hear what St. Paul saith. This is a true saying, and worthy of all men to receive, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Hear also what St. John saith. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins. Lift up your hearts. Lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks unto our Lord God. It is meet and right so to do. It is very meet, right, in our bounden duty that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, everlasting God. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, Heaven and earth are full of thy glory. Glory be to thee, O Lord Most High. Amen. We do not presume to come to this thy table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in thy manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under thy table, but thou art the same Lord, whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of thy dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption, who made there by his one oblation of himself once offered a full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation, and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and did institute and in his holy gospel command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death until his coming again. Hear us, O merciful Father, we most humbly beseech thee, and grant that we, receiving these thy creatures of bread and wine, according to thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ's holy institution, in remembrance of his death and passion, may be partakers of his most blessed body and blood, who in the same night that he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it in remembrance of me. Amen. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Savior has taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. 
in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive them our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty and ever-living God, we most heartily thank thee for that thou dost vouchsafe to feed us, who have duly received these holy mysteries with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and dost assure us thereby of thy favor and goodness towards us, and that we are very members and corporate in the mystical body of thy Son, which is the blessed company of all faithful people, and are also heirs through hope of thy everlasting kingdom by the merits of the most precious death and passion of thy dear Son. And we most humbly beseech thee, O Heavenly Father, so to assist us with thy grace, that we may continue in that holy fellowship and do all such good works as thou hast prepared for us to walk in. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Please stand for the glory. Glory be to God on high. peace of God which passeth all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, be amongst you now and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.